Let's have the conversation. 0891-104-207. And we're doing our part for Mandela Day and Mandela Month by educating you about what a kit manager does and whether you can earn a living and make a career out of this profession. It is Tuesday, as I said. We always do this. And Marispec United kit manager, Mr. Zola Lutuli, joins us on the line now to talk about his career and what his job entails. Mr. Lutuli, good evening, sir, and thank you very much for joining us on SAFM. Good evening to you too, sir. Yeah, good evening to the listeners. Folklore has it, Zola Lutuli, that you became a kit manager after failing trials at Mining Rangers. Is that fact? Is that fiction? Yes, <laughs> you've done your homework, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. So how did you convince them to take you on as a kit manager then after you failed trials? I really convinced them. Uh, you know, what happened was, uh, like any a youngster in South Africa, you, I wanted to be, my dream was to be a footballer or just to be involved in, in football, you know. So I, I, I went to trial at Morning Rangers. It was not the only club that I went to trials to. By this time, I went to Morning Rangers. It was 1996. Um, got into the coach and the manager of Abdul Khan. So I heard that the kid manager had just left Morning Rangers. And uh, after I failed, I hanged around uh, the, 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 the training field where the trials were. Uh, after that, I approached Abdul Khan. I went straight up to him and said, uh, Mr. Khan, I know you. Uh, I know that the kid manager that was here has left, and I'm interested in, in taking this job, and I really I really want this job. And he just looked at me like I was, who's this guy? I come for trials, and he wants to be a kid manager. <laughs> yeah, and then he told me, oh, yeah, I must come. And we started processing, and yeah. The rest, is the rest is history. And and at that time, did you understand what a kit manager does? Yeah, I, I, I understood because I was I was close to the players and I knew the kit manager was there. I've seen, but at that time also it was not uh, much of a job uh, because most of the players were not full time at that time. Yeah. Most of the players were, were part time. Uh, there was uh, not uh, a lot to do. So, yeah, I was just there training, you know, toileting balls and making water. Uh, more like a water boy, rather. <laughs> <laughs> and I would think Gordon Iggesund was the coach at that time. How did he receive you? Yeah, he really, he's the, he's, he's the uh, one that really supported me. And I, I started a lot of learning to massage. So I was doubling up as a kid manager and the next more at the same time. Yeah, that's why when I went uh, to to Korea, when Jomo called me to the national team in 2002, I went as a Messu and a kid manager at the same time. Yeah, it taught me a lot, yeah. But before that, you won the league with Manning Rangers. You then moved with Gordon Iggesund to Santos, where you won the league again. How was that experience at Santos for you? No, I, I, I went uh, with Avzal Khan. Not really oh, you went with Avzal? Yeah, I went with Avzal. Uh, in 98, after the World Cup in France, I was kind of left Money Rangers. Okay. Uh, I, I wanted to. I wanted to leave. Uh, I wanted to just go, you know, and experience uh, life somewhere else. Uh, I was phoning us every day, you know. <laughs> Those days, there was no cell phones. You just phoned from the call box uh, asking him. And eventually, in, in January 1999, he, he booked me a flight. I flew the, to Cape Town, and I joined Santos. Uh, after a few months after that, Clive Parker came as a coach and we won Bob Safe before we won the oh. league with uh, Gordon Nickerson. So how many titles do you have? How many medals do you have? Uh, I can't even count them. 
<laughs> you, uh, yeah, league titles? Won Pompeii, and then it was, uh, it was league with Gorin. That yeah. was three. And then it was the uh, Absa Cup with uh, Bupi and uh, and uh, um, Farouk Khan. That was 2003, 2004 season. And then I was a runner-up also with Steve Kombela um, with Manning Rangers. Uh, 2003-2004, Bupi was here before that. We lost to Bloemfontein Celtics. Uh, to, sorry, to Swallows in Bloemfontein. Uh, yeah. So are you, are, you, are you the most decorated person at Marisbeck United with all your medals? I think so. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Now tell us, Mr. Zola Lutuli, what does a kit manager do? How how do you describe your job, your role? Yeah, basically, kit manager is, is a person that is responsible or in charge of all the kits of the team and all the equipment uh, equipment of the team. Uh, basically, my my day starts like two in, in the morning, two hours before the players and the coaches arrive for training. Uh, when I get to training, I make sure that the players and the coaches have the necessary kit. Training kit of the day uh, depends on the weather. Uh, if it's cold, they'll have their t-shirts and shorts and socks and the, the, the long pants and jackets. You know, because it's also important that I have to be responsible for that because if a player gets sick and he can't play in the, in the next match because of flu, then uh, um, I will take a blame. So I always make sure that they, they, they are taken uh, care of. And also, um, after I've done all that, I have to make sure that all the equipment is ready for coaches when they come out, when they step out from the change rooms, they can go and, 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 and decorate the fields or set up the fields with the necessary equipment, balls, uh, whatever they need. It will be there waiting for them. Also, you also set up the cones, you get the balls ready uh, before training. Everything. Yeah, I just get, I just get up, I just get the ball ready, check them if they are pumped up and in, in, in the required pressure, uh, um, and then I, uh, I put them out. The coaches will come and they'll set up. The, I'll, I'll take all the equipment out, you know, for them to to set to start setting up the field. You know, they'll tell me if they need anything uh, more. Uh, they'll just explain what they want, so I'll get them. Okay, so you decide the training kit and all of that. Do you also decide the match kit? What the which kit the teams the team wears on on match day? How does it work? Yeah, we we have actually um, uh, we, we at United we decide that if if we we don't clash with any any team, uh, either at home or away, we use our normal plain white color. But uh, at home we don't compromise. We use plain white. But mm. if our way we go and you clash uh, with any other team, then we have to change, and and we have to make sure I have to make sure that uh, I have uh, two jerseys per player for in case of the jersey gets uh, torn or the player gets blood, you have to change to change the jersey. So this job really needs someone that will focus and who's concentrating most of the time in the job. It's not uh, because imagine you go to 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 an away game or. You forget uh, a player's jersey. Yeah. How embarrassing is that? You have to be always focusing on your toes when you when you're packing the kit to travel, mostly for for matches. Yeah, well, there was an incident I think last season where a team's kit got lost at the airport and they were in trouble with the PSL. Um, after that, so have you ever had any any incident where you've brought the wrong kit to a game or the kit got lost or something like that? Not really bringing the kit, the wrong kit. Uh, I remember there was an incident when was it was the season that was fighting relegation. Um, at home, I would uh, leave the extra kit, 
maybe the second a player's second jersey will stay in the lockers in the change room. So uh, we'll go to camp the follow the, the day for the match. I'm there like if the match is at eight o'clock, I was there around three, setting up and and checking all my kids, uh, only to find uh, that. Uh, some of the kids were stolen, and uh, most of the kids that were stolen were even uh, two kids per player. So mm-hmm. I had to make a plan and, and run around and try and make uh, other changes. And we, we couldn't even do that. We had to ask the match commissioner to change for our kids. It was so embarrassing and so mm-hmm. uh, really heartbreaking for me. And then... And even, even yes. for today, we don't even know what happened to the kids. Oh. So uh, some people were saying maybe switchcraft or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you walked straight into this. You walked straight into this. There is also the issue of the special projects in in, in, in football that we all know about, especially if you went to Korea uh, there with the special projects men. How does it work now at Marisbeck United? Do you have to take that into account as a kit manager that there's also the special projects men here? No, yeah, the, the, the few seasons, few seasons ago, we 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 did that. When it Manning Rangers, we we had we had a special project the guy that will be recommended or by by some. Most these agents are also recommending these people. You know, uh-huh. obviously, maybe the agents are getting some some cards from that. But yeah, we had a lot of uh, different people that. Uh, 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 were doing that, and uh, not a lot of. Uh, uh, Incident at Marisco mm-hmm. United, but um, in my in my previous club, especially many managers, we had a lot. Of so, did you have to go and give the kit to the special projects men to work on it? Not really. You you instruct me what to do on the kit, and I will do exactly what he says. Uh, I remember uh, the the few years ago when I was I think I was at Marisco United, two thousand three, two thousand four. Uh, I was instructed to to sit on the bench with my legs closed when. Um, when 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 the opposition attacks us and open them when we attack them, you know the whole ninety minutes, and uh, we lost that game five four. I couldn't believe that, you know. And I was doing the and you were closing your legs and the opening right, them. The right way, you know. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I just, yeah, really. Okay, yeah. for those who don't know what a special. For those who don't know what a special projects man is, we really cannot translate it. Football is a universal language here, and this is yeah, one that yeah. we really cannot translate. But it is called a special projects man, a very important role in football. If you've just joined us, we're speaking to Murray's Bay United kit manager, Mr. Zola Lutuli, just to try and understand more about the unsung heroes of the game and what they do behind the scenes uh, that we don't see. And he's telling us how what it takes to become a kit manager. If you have any questions or comment, feel free to call us 0891-104-207, SMS 409. WhatsApp 0614104107 and hashtag SAFM Sport on on social media. Here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 104.4 FM in Hermanus. Yeah, let's just see what people are saying on social media. I see there are some tweets uh, that are coming through. Somebody says that uh, he's just brought back some great memories before 
these playoffs. And he's actually tweeted, oh, this is Roxina, he's tweeted a picture of Afzal Khan, Gordon Egerson, then Edris Burton uh, lifting the, the, the league trophy when they won it back then. And uh, also somebody says many would have gone straight home with bitterness after failing trials, but his passion has brought him here today. Uh, it's very inspirational. The other question, uh, Mr. Lutuli, they want to know, do you have an assistant kit manager? When you're on leave or you're not feeling well, what happens? Yeah, there are actually uh, guys that uh, came to the club as, as drivers. So uh, I, I told them how to do it. And now they, they're my assistants, three guys, actually. So we work together. We share. But uh, normally, like, I, I will do all the kit at my place. I've got machines that I'll wash the kit. I'll make sure even now I'm working yeah. while you're calling me. I'm busy uh, preparing. Because there's a lot of kids have to do the kids and the towels for the players. Every training session, there has to be towels and the kids. And so I'm busy doing that now. I'm sitting at my place alone. My family is not here. They're on holiday in Cape Town. Yeah, I'm by myself here. Yeah. I was about to ask you, do you actually wash the kit yourself? Because I'm told at the, um, the big clubs like Pirates and Pirates and Pirates and, and, and Chiefs and Sundowns, uh, they've got people that wash the kit. How does it work with you? Do you wash the kit yourself? Do you have people that wash the kit for you? I wash the kit myself. Uh-huh. I've got washing machines at my place. Uh, I, I, I prefer to do to it that way. I prefer to, to have the machines at my place because sometimes, like I'm saying now, there's Towels for the players, yeah. I wash uh, the, 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 the other stuff that they use every training session. You know, they, they have to be there for them and ready for them in, 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 the, in, the, in the next training session. So, yeah, mm. I prefer doing that to myself. And can one make a living out of this job? Can you make a proper career? You've been doing it for a very long time, clearly. But would you advise people to take it up as a career? Yeah, you can, you can, and and nowadays it's even now easy for other people because some um, I've seen a lot of uh, uh, interns uh, that are doing maybe sports management and all that coming and then uh, starting uh, career as a kid manager, maybe just many uh, at the time. But you can really make a career in it. I've done it. Uh, I'm living in it um, a comfortable life. Um, I'm not. Uh, I'm not thinking of, of, of dropping it any sooner. Mm. I'm still enjoying it. I'm, I'm 47 now. Uh, uh, still, uh, I'm still looking very young. You know me. Yes, <laughs> yes. I've tweeted a picture of you also. And, and, and people also we saw met, that. We, yeah. We met at the hours. Yeah, yes. you see me. So, yeah, I'm still fresh. Uh, I've got uh, more years uh, uh, that I'm going to be doing it. And, yeah, especially I'm very happy to clap. I, I must I must. I must I'm very happy here. Yeah. I, I, I really thank uh, the chairman, Mr. Faruk Adodia, the, the board of directors, Quentin Jetto, uh, everyone. They, they really uh, helped me, these guys. They, they made me the person that I am. The coach, Fadlu, he was a player here. Yeah, we yes. were very close. Uh, we respect each other. Yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful. And what are your career highlights, Mr. Zola Lutuli? Uh, uh, I think I think it's the World Cup 2002. Most 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 of all because uh, I, I, I I know that I, there are this is where I won the league. I traveled to Africa. I traveled the world with, with all the Champions League with Manning Rangers, with Sandals. But being in the World Cup it was was something else for me. Um, uh, also the the, the 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 bunch of players that were there, great players, players that played in Europe. 
uh, the players that were, were playing in Manchester United, Benny Mercado, the Porto, Lucas Kadebe. It was a really great team. Unfortunately, we didn't uh, go through, we didn't make it, but uh, really, really, uh, I'm grateful uh, to Jomo for, for giving me an opportunity and uh, calling me as one of, of the people that uh, were representing the country at the World Cup. And at the same time, what are the challenges in this job? Like I was saying, it, uh, you have to really, really concentrate. And also, like now, this is challenging. It's a lot of job because the trials that are coming and it will be two training sessions and that the time now to go to camp uh, for maybe a week or two weeks. You have to make sure that you've got all the necessary things, you know, water. You have to make sure that I also organize water, uh, energy drinks to, to take us the two weeks that we're in camp. So you, you have to obviously make sure that uh, you don't run out because we don't normally buy when we travel. We, yeah. we, we always have, we stock it at our offices. So, yeah, that's the challenges. And Spiro wants uh, to know, uh, do, do you have your own budget or does everything go via the management? Yeah, everything via the management, but the management, uh, like now, when we start the season, we, it's, a, it's a thing that I always do. They know, they understand, okay, now Zola is going to come, maybe I have to buy more towels for the season because we have towels for training and we have towels for, for, for matches. Uh, obviously, we, when uh, it concerns kids, uh, the kids who ever supply us with kids always will bring it in pre-season now, and uh, it's for the whole season. Uh, any other like water and everything at the office, they already know how to do it, so it's easy. Everybody understands how to work with this. Because at the office, the ladies will order the water, it will always be there. I'll just tell them how much I want. Uh, like, if I'm going to go to camp now, they'll tell me, okay, you're going for two weeks, uh, calculate how much uh, drinks you're taking uh, that will last you the two weeks that you're in camp. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's like that, yeah. Everybody is just knows what to do. Okay, Mr. Zolalutuli, thank you very much uh, for educating us here and speaking us to, to uh, speaking to us here on SAFM about your role as a, as a kit manager. There's a lot of reaction and we'll put up the podcast for those who join the conversation later. But keep doing the great job that you are doing, sir, and hopefully you'll inspire your team uh, to a medal next season. Thank you very much, man. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you, sir. One of the unsung heroes Thank of our you. game there, Mr. Zola Lutuli. Kit Lutuli, a kit manager that's been doing it since 1996-1997. And on that note, that's where we end our show. Uh, there's been some reaction to our earlier interview that we did with Comrades Champion and Ashworth about why she declined an invite to represent the country. And Alex says the problem is the politics are getting too much involved in sport. That's why sport is declining in the country. Uh, Temba agrees with uh, Stewart who says that and Temba says that there's no transformation at grassroots level. Children are being denied their right to participate. And then somebody else also says for the road running finance, would this not be an issue to take up with the private sector companies like Discovery with their parkrun venture, promote healthy lifestyle, and they may be uh, willing. And um, that those are some of the that's some of the reaction that has been coming through on the SMS line after we spoke to Anne Ashworth. But that's it uh, from me, Tabiso Mosia. Thank you to Luyolo, and also uh, thank you to Sylvester uh, Komane. Up next, the one and only Mr. Ashraf, Ashraf Gada on the viewpoint. And if you have any suggestions, always feel free to email uh, coldcheeksport at safm.co.za. It's time for news.